Will Riggs on fire? Campionis. How, how are we all? Buzzing. What an absolute top day Saturday was. What a top day. By the way, that uh, then chance were from from uh, from the Blackpool game. And that stand, the East stand alongside the pitch, was absolutely rocking. Did you feel feel the stands moving as we started? It's because it's made of plywood. Well, I mean, well, same same here, which was actually the buzzing end, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, was. like, like which part of the uh, that East stand was in the paper? You know. They got all the nice looking people in the north stand. Well, they might have done, but uh, it was it was absolutely. Even had a drum. Did you have a drum? Because the drummer was playing along with us, weren't they? Oh, yeah, oh it yeah, was, yeah. yeah, it was brilliant. What, what an absolutely fantastic day. Anyway, before we start, Gareth, give us some blinking stats from that game. Yes, the stats from the game: Blackpool versus Wigan Athletic. Possession: Blackpool managed forty-two percent, and Wigan Athletic fifty-eight percent. Campione, sign the champions. Attempts: Blackpool managed thirteen, and. Wigan Athletic 14. Campione! Attempts on target, Blackpool just the one, and Wigan Athletic 8. Ole, ole, ole! Corners, Blackpool managed 6, and Wigan managed 5. Campione! Fouls committed, Blackpool 6, and Ooh. Wigan Athletic 7. Campione! Four yellows, ole, ole, ole! No reds. Campione! <laughs> Four goals to Wigan Athletic, yeah. none to Blackpool, and one hell of a celebration. What an absolute buzzing day, what a buzzing day. Superb stats then, but they don't tell the story of the first half, do they? No, Paul texted me, Paul texted me and said, What did you think of that? And he was talking about. Um, when the Blackpool's cricket with Cullen brought through and Donovan Daniels grabbed him. <coughs> yeah. He hauled him down. He did. Oh, oh my goodness. You, you, you guys talking about the, um, <coughs> about the stand rocking. The West stand at the DW was rocking as well at various points on the yeah. Saturday afternoon. Oh, excellent. Excellent. <coughs> um, but yeah, because <coughs> obviously we were, we were watching on the telly from the camera angle and yeah, that it was a penalty in a red car, we got away with one. I think Stuart Atwell was absolutely brilliant on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> he can really do. He waved every protest away from Blackpool, didn't he? Yeah. We were saying we feel a little bit sorry for him, but it's what happens when you're down at the bottom of the table and you're crapped, you isn't it? You know. Do you think Gary Cowell will forgive him for sending him off now? There you go. You keep your man on. Go in second half. Go and become yeah. league champions. I thought he did all right. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I thought he did. He did all right. And, 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 and any flashpoints he was in there, he sorted it. Um, well, there were, there, were, there were one or two bizarre, um, in, I would say, decisions really, which relied on the uh, assistant referee. Which you know, like, even I thought, hang on a minute, that that's wrong. That. Uh, but he caught with it very, very well because they were quite verbal, weren't they, the um, the Blackpool players? But I agree with Paul, that was definitely a penalty. Oh, really, was. We yeah, got off with on that. Yeah. And, I think that's got to be the the biggest one we've got away with throughout the whole course of the season. The thing is, if it was a penalty, it was off as well, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But and, still, and then suddenly you're under a great deal of pressure. But they still ended up as champions, though, so it doesn't matter. Well, would we? We'd be going into the. I, uh, the way that first half was going, we would have been going. We would have got beat. We would have got turned over Saturday. 
if it had been sent off and we'd have been going into this game this game on Saturday level with Burton I don't think it was going to go if we were still playing today to be honest uh, well yeah. I, I, I mean yeah you take into account that the two best players went off one went off with an hamstring and the other one got taken off for some reason yeah. that's another one on it where you're thinking what's going on here oh right never mind I'll take that you know, substituting their best player what was that about? Well, uh, I talked to some Blackpool fans before the game, Gareth Hulls as well, wasn't you? And the, the one I was speaking to just thinks he's a, a, a clown, McDonald's, said he's an absolute clown, so. Well, a clown of a club, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah. Run by clowns, and he, get, you know, he will be there because he's the cheapest option. Yeah. I, I was surprised with the formation, the team selection, because I thought he'd have kept with the one that destroyed South, South End to be honest and then he changed it a bit didn't he? It looked a bit negative didn't it? Yeah, like, mm. but one thing you can't say about Carwell is that he's not got the bottle to alter things at any point in the game and, and before I started to set off Morsi I thought was having not a, not a bad game at all. It was becoming a liability. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see it. It yeah. lost it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he, he looked like he better get sent off. Did you think? Yeah. He did one or two things off the ball, which if it had been seen, yeah, well, he punched, he punched the player, didn't he? Well, yeah, just just a little, right? It was just yeah, he gave it a, a day, but it yeah, wasn't so it wasn't so I was playing. It took him off to change the, the, the formation of the team, didn't it? Yeah, tactical, tactical decision. It had a great effect. I think the. Changing point for us in that game was McCann moving to central midfield. Yeah. And that just kind of changed it completely. Also, Will Shutton, um, whoever it was, Jacob, when they switched. Yeah. He brought, he, he brought Will Shutton and put him on the right. Yeah, he did, yeah. And then when they switched them, that, that for me, improved things. But it was, in, was terrific. It was interesting, though, that, wasn't it? The fact that he brought him on on the right-hand side. Yeah. Because I thought... No, why, why has he done that? And it was good because even Blackpool went, what's he doing over here? <laughs> Which yeah. threw him, really, and I but thought it, that was quite quite good. If you can do that, you throw the opposition, whilst at the same time your players know what's coming. Mm. You, you know, you're a tactical genius, aren't you? Tactical genius. Tactical genius. <laughs> of course, yeah. McCann's, McCann's opened the score, isn't he, with a, a delightful half volley. Uh, yeah, ten minutes put it away, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> Five of them round him, all stood watching. He said he tried to flick it over the defender's head in, in the in the interview afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, let's have a listen to Simon's uh, off the terrace report. Right. Straight off the terrace for Blackpool versus Wigan Athletic in Scarlet League One, and the score finished Blackpool nil, Wigan Athletic four promoted and all but signed, sealed, delivered champions. Um, we weren't great in the first half, but put that to bed. The second half, changing tactic, changing formation, and it just gelled. We clicked. We went on. We did the job. <coughs> um, good performances throughout from you know every player, and the passion showed through uh, when we got the goals um, and the win was confirmed. Um, atmosphere was great. Team was great. Who cares what else happened? We've won. We're uh, top of the league, waiting on Burton's score, but oh, it doesn't matter. We're, we're there, we're back where we uh, came from, and we're just carrying that little push up, up the ticks. No. That was excellent, that. Excellent, Simon. Uh, it's only a little bit hoarser, if you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, a couple of beers. Yeah. And uh, too much singing. <laughs> 
Well, uh, well, we mentioned McCann there uh, with his goal, and you talked about McCann as well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but the Yannick, I mean Yannick's Yannick's two strikes. Adam, what did you make of them? <laughs> oh, he's, he just thought. I mean, I know Will Griggs on fire, but him himself, he's, he just got this added energy and just tore apart. It was great to see. That's a Yannick we, who was on loan for us, who just we all wanted back, and there you go. He's, he's produced the goods in a, a big game where we needed to sort of finish Blackpool off, and after them two went in, we we just knew we were we were champions. And all. So two good finishes, Rob. Both of them. Very good finishes. I think that shows you as well. A lot of teams this season have doubled up on him, and he's found it hard. Sometimes he's had even three and four players around him. He's found it difficult. Uh, Blackpool didn't really get tight to him. I think it suited him. He could run at him. He had all. He had space in behind at times for Gatherton. Uh, defending wasn't particularly great, and it shows. It just shows if you give him half a chance, he'll take it. Mm. Southampton were saying, weren't they? They yeah. Up on him and just yeah. <laughs> there's one defender there. He, there may as well not be any because he just wanders past him. That's it. He'll run. He'll run right. If you give him <coughs> time and space, <coughs> he just gets in his Australian clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Gareth, the man on fire. Will Greg, he's on fire, isn't he? Your defence is terrified. <laughs> Yeah. Will Greg's on fire. He's great. He, he, I mean, his goals and football's all about goals, isn't it? Uh, have been terrific for us this year. Like I say, he's on fire, but he keeps them defenders occupied, doesn't he? He'll start it again, then you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to burst into song again. But I was watching him. You know, he's, he keeps them defenders occupied all the time, doesn't he? He's got him, he's got him on the shoulder, and all the time they're watching him, which gives space. Is, as we just said, Yannick, his work rate is is phenomenal. I think he never stops, and, and yet early season, some people were saying he was lazy. They had this thing about him being lazy. You know, um, is that one another one of those idle, throwaway complaints? That when well, you look at it, it's got no substance to it. But yeah. at the time, sounds sensible. No, I, I, I think some people were, were were looking at. I don't know what they were. They were looking at him. I think in the box, you know. But he, he brought. He, he, it was hard for him at the beginning because he weren't. He was in the team a bit until with internationals and he, he had these injuries and he weren't getting. He, he wasn't as settled. The other thing was that the backup wasn't as fluent. If you look as they started, and we've, we've discussed this before, as they started the season. They're all not so sure of the places. They're all kind of not pushing on because it's not the safe thing to do. If you push on, you might lose the ball. If you stay back and you keep possession, you're not going to be the one who's in danger of losing your place. So if they've grown and trusted each other, they, they, they press up and give him more support. Yeah. And it's paid off. Of course, he, he, he scored, and you might be able to help us out here, Nick. He scored at the far post, didn't he? There was a corner. Was that Edda going in? I think he was offside. It were, oh, I could I, see from it, <clears throat> I was right yeah. on the angle of it. He didn't catch it a foot away off the line, so it could have either hit the post or gone out that way. But my first reaction to that goal was I thought it was offside. No one's arm went up, did the Blackpool players, I don't remember. But I, 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 quickly looked, I quickly looked across and I thought, I didn't know it's all right. Because even he, he grins himself, I don't know if you notice or not, mm. before he peels off he does actually have a quick look yeah, himself. Yeah, it does but you think, that was 
a real poacher's um, goal. Yeah. You know, it was a getting in at the far, whether it was going in or not, he was banging that one in definitely. That was the type, you know, that you saw Gary Lineker score by the bucket. That, that's Mark what Hughes scoring you, weekly. That's what you know. goal scoring totals of plus 20, isn't it? Of course it does. And Instead that's what we teams And that's what we've been lacking for the last yeah. couple of seasons. Mm. You know, someone who's really hungry for it within the six yard box. His 27th yeah. goal of the season in all competitions for us. What 27th is it? goal. Is How many that? games has he played? 24 and a half. Yeah, he's done well. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's done well. Like I say, he was, he was in and out at the start because of injury in internationals and, and what have you. And the team, his supply lines were chopping and changing. His favourite supply line, who he's had a link up with from day one, Jacobs, he missed the chunk as well. And there's more to come from them too, with a bit of luck. Mm. I thought Jacobs had his poorest game for us. It was like the game back from injury. For me, yeah. uh, on Saturday, he looked, he looked like he was just come back from injury, didn't he? Uh, against Southend, he was he was out of this world. Um, and then the celebrations afterwards. I mean, when that final whistle went, it was just it was superb, wasn't it? So, uh, yeah, all right for them is what could celebrate. Well, we got yeah, uh, uh, but we got the players celebrating, and, and they all c- came across. And then uh, Dave Whelan as well came on. Whelan, the yeah. Was a good party, wasn't he, Dave? Yeah, punching the air, wasn't it? Punching mm-hmm. the air. Sharpie, of course, came over. So, was was he denied that privilege down at the DW then, Paul? Oh, uh, yes, but for personal reasons. I, I was helping my mate move out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I basically I had all the things that I needed to get done. So, whilst I'm in hospitality on Saturday, I shall be uh, making up for it. You're in hospitality on Saturday? You're not going on Sunday then, where are you going Saturday? Sunday, Sunday. Oh right, okay. Can I, you mentioned hospitality, I think we have to acknowledge the fact that so many Wigan fans couldn't get tickets, <coughs> so what did they do? Where's they actually went hospitality, yeah. and you not could see them, you could see them at the top, they filled that particular section, and uh, the, way they, the way they were like, it was like the first goal went in, and they were just bouncing up and down, and you think, and even the other people sat around and thought, well, we do, we're not used to this kind of behaviour around here, but they were bouncing around. Was it was really black. good to see. All those Blackpool fans stay behind at the end as well, weren't it? It was lovely for them to mm. uh, applaud our celebrations. <laughs> but <laughs> I was speaking to somebody on the train coming back, actually, who was in hospitality, and he said the food was absolutely pathetic. Really. He said, if it wasn't for the fact that it was our last game of the season, etc., they'd be writing and complaining. Yeah. So this is perhaps another side of the club that we haven't seen, yeah. you know. I know I complained at the beginning of the year about um, Wigan, you know, when we went to the Bury game, and the service there was absolutely. But it was our first home game of the season in that uh, Johnson paper. So. But what about the the crowd? Nine thousand. Well, we were there. <laughs> we actually had more more fans. Than them. Yeah, and we, uh, we said we had 3,057 or something. Yeah, legitimate like fans. Probably yeah. around. But there wasn't another 3,000 in that ground apart no. from us, were there? No, no one here. Season tickets, haven't they? Counted all yeah. on that side, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. Because and the police have been bought for that yeah. game, hasn't it? So. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. But then this, uh, obviously at night there's been. Uh, the, the players have been allowed to go out and celebrate, and there's been quite a few videos on, on online. Mainly by Max Power posting on. Uh, they headed off to Charlie first in the team bus, and there was a few uh, drunken escapades on, on the bus. I think they were drunk there uh, on the bus, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Max Power put, pouring beer over his head. Yeah, on the coach. Yeah. Uh, what a waste of beer. 
And then there was in I, I should have bought in China. I saw Max Power's mum actually tweeted him, Maxine Power saying, uh, "You're going to be ill in the morning, Max." <laughs> but she said, "Please, mum, don't tell me off on Twitter." You want to unfriend her? Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think he was ill on the Sunday morning because he, he sent a tweet and he couldn't lift his head off the pillow. Yeah. Anyway, so as your art lad, I just thought you're ready for for Sunday. Anyway. Fantastic, uh, but it's back to business, isn't it? So we've got we've got to look forward to Sunday. But before we do that, before we, we do move on to that, uh, last week I mentioned that this week we'd look at who we thought had been our players or player of the season, and uh, I'd just like to, to to get your views on who you think's been the outstanding player this season. I mean, there's quite a few candidates for me personally, uh, and I find it difficult to just choose one, but. Um, who wants to start us off, Gareth? Or Rap. How much can I say? Say whatever you want. Right, you okay, know. I'll start at the very beginning then. <laughs> go First through of all, the whole team. <laughs> go through the whole team, <laughs> there's no else to Well, do. that's not a bad show, that I know actually, it's not. Paul, because I've started making a list of players and I've, 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 I've actually picked three players who I think are, are serious contenders for players of the season. There's also a list of others. And as I'm going through and naming the things, I'm just like, we'll just put the team. Because we've been a great team. It's evolved from, from, from where we started against Coventry and Gillingham early on in the season. Some of the lone players that have come in, the fact that Pierce and Morgan have got together at centre-back, all these things have helped us along the way, and we've become a terrific team. All right, we're not perfect, we lost at Doncaster, but we were a great team, right. So, the three that I've decided that I've decided on anyway, Michael Jacobs, for me the best player at the club, brilliant, you know, can split a defence with a pass, ghosts here, ghosts there, a fantastic player, it's a shame that he didn't play a full season. Second, David Perkins, what can you say, Mr Consistency, superb, the heart of the midfield, fantastic player, my player of the season... Will Grigg. Goals, goals, and goals. He's on fire. <laughs> Simon? Um, I agree with Gareth, you know, it's uh, been a great team <clears throat> effort, and I got kind of a top three. And two of the three feature that Gareth's picked. Um, my third choice would be Yossi. I think since he came in, um, we've been solid. You know, I've never felt like I did with O'Donnell. And O'Donnell's not a bad keeper. You know, I just think he had bad rub of the green in those opening f- first few months of the season, which you know, it's a confidence position into keeper. Mm. Um, and then moving on to Perkins, I mean, you can run it, you can't have enough superlatives to describe. He's just Mr. Consistency. He's a little terrier in midfield and. Or not little as you, you know, as you found out on Saturday night. But that's for a later version of this podcast. Uh, but yeah, no, he's been, he's been great. And then yeah, as Gareth said, the man on fire up top, Will Grigg, has got to be the season. He's scored the goals. He's done the business. Um, what we've needed at the top of the uh, pitch. Adam, um, well, you could you could pick up to eight or nine. For the player of the season, but I'll go. I'll go power. I think not just because he's just consistently been a, a brilliant player, creating in the midfield, 
providing amazing goals all season. I think, like off the field as well on Twitter, I think he's just brought a he's brought a passion to the team. You can see it. You can see it in his celebrations after we win, after he scores. <coughs> I think he's just added something that we've been dying for. It sort of shows that we've got our Wigan back with players like him. I think he's done a lot for the team this season. So that's my point. Yeah. Paul. <laughs> Now, if I carry this on, I'm going to leave these two lads with absolutely nowhere left to go. So I'm going to go a bit left field. And I'm going to again mention Jamie Roberts and the player identification team. They, to me, are the ones that deserve a hell of a lot of credit. They've picked these players. You know, you've got Max Power was relegated out of the Football League last season. And to be able to identify that he's a good player in a shit team, you deserve an awful lot of credit for that. So, I, it's too easy just to, to name the same names in the, in the squad. We all know they've all had brilliant seasons. Um, you know, I, you can look at Donovan Daniels being flexible all across the back, in, in the back. You can look at Wabara and Warnock adding stability as well as everybody else. I'll, I'll leave the other obvious one for Rob or Nick to pick up. Yeah, yeah I'll go with Jamie Roberts. Jamie Roberts. And, and that and that team that's been picking the players. Rob, I'm picking four players of the year. Uh, number four for me, uh, best defender we've had I think since title Titus Bramble. Saint Titus of the before that probably Dizzy Matt Jackson. That type of player, Jason Pierce. I think he's superb. Absolute warrior. Nothing really beats him. He's he's not got many weaknesses. Uh, really strong defender. I think it's something we've not had. We've missed for seasons. Especially under the Martinez here. We didn't have any assertive defenders. I think someone like him would have helped us a lot in that time. Uh, number three, Will Grigg. Uh, I didn't want to pull him out any higher up. I just think he's been picked to the post. Um, he's obviously it's, speaks for itself what he's done. He's bagged, bagged goal after goal. <coughs> great work rate. Um, and it's a shame we didn't get a full season week in, week out in the team when the team was already co-event. Because uh, he probably would have got 40 in, in this team, in this league. Number two, Max Power. Uh, not Max Power, sorry. I don't know why I said that. Uh, David Perkins. Played the most minutes this season. Never stopped running. But his main attribute for me is his organisation and his leadership. Of his guarded players around him. Especially in the early season what, when not many people knew each other well on the pitch. I think he's one who tried gluing everything together. Um, like I say, he's played the most minutes, run the most miles, definitely. Mm. Um, seems a well-liked character in the dressing room. I, th- I think everyone takes piss out of him quite a bit with his bad dress sense. Another one that was relegated last season. Uh, yeah, again, like Paul says, uh, it's testament to them who's picked him up. But number one player of the season has got to be the parachute payment. <laughs> 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 so, if you listen to everyone else in this league... 
all Wigan have bought the league, so there you go. Parachute payments. Number one. Parachute payment six. Me? Um, well, I'm just going to nominate the, the Latic Spine. I think the spine of the team, you've got to start off and mention, nobody's yet mentioned Yussi. I think in a yeah, yeah. Simon Sorry, Simon. Sorry, Simon. I think, um, you know, he was responsible for getting points in certain games. You know, I think he was... Uh, and you cannot fault the man's attitude and uh, his, his effort in every game. He gets really intense when things are not going his way. But also, nobody's mentioned him yet. Skipper, Morgan, I think he's been absolutely fantastic. Um, he's known when to bring forwards down. He's known when to stand his ground, but he's also known when to put a lot, uh, you know, launch a 40 50 yard, which he can, mm. it, it, it can do with greater plumb. I think it's brilliant. And he's, he's another asset who, uh, for me, doesn't get the column inches in the paper he deserves. Now, I'm going to skip one because I'm going to go straight to the man himself who's been banging them in. I'm very pleased in the way Griggs has come on this season from being a, probably an average goal scorer to becoming now somebody who is an hungry. Uh, scorer, somebody who's looking for his um, things. But for me, the guy who I would nominate has been mentioned several times around the table now is the uh, little terrier. For me, he's like a kid with ADHD running around all over the place, and he, um, you know, Perkins. For me, he's, he's been Mr. Motivator in the middle of the park. He's been like the ignition spark. More is the one. So, and, and he's been the link between the guys at the back and the guy who's been banging them in at the front. Plus, you know, his efforts this season have enabled people like Max Power and uh, Jacobs and Morsey to do their thing as well. So, my nomination is definitely Perkins. Oh. Well, this is a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, uh, we all know uh, Gary Colwell has been fantastic this season. He stepped it in, into the hot seat, shall we say, and it's his first job, and he's, he's been absolutely brilliant. Um, he's, he's been a true <coughs> leader. He's not frightened of making decisions. Uh, but I'm looking at this from, from from the team perspective, from the playing side. I agree. Will Grigg has been on fire. But he has, he's been absolutely brilliant and he's, he's what we've wanted for, for a long, long time. That, that striker put the ball in the net. Uh, Perks, like everybody says, what else can you say about him? I can't say anything. He's been an absolute revelation. Uh, and Mick mentioned the spine. Uh, I think the rock as well put the back. Pierce and Morgan. Together, mm. I mean, I said earlier in before we started recording that when they play together, we've not lost a game. They play together 20 times this season without one defeat, and they've only conceded 13 goals with them too, though. And they've won won 13 of those games. They've been absolutely fantastic. When you think when they've not been playing together, we got done with three goals at Doncaster. We got done with three goals at, at uh, Colchester, you know, recently. Uh, so it shows that. That understanding, you know, is is necessary for us to build upon. But I must say, I'm with Adam, and I think Max Power has been our player of the season. Not just for what he's done on the pitch, I think he's been absolutely superb. For me, he's the most improved player in the squad by a million miles. Uh, from that rusty young kid that we I saw at party in summer to to what he is today, he's just absolutely brilliant. But also, he's the Jimmy Bullard, isn't he? He's the man who's knitting everything. He's got the eye jinx. 
he's tweeted all the time, he's fun, he's, he, he's just brilliant. And what he's brought to this club is, is uh, it's like he wants to be a Latic. He loves it. It's like he's a sort. We know he's, he's he, he is a Tramia fan. We know he's a Liverpool fan, but he's, he's a, a Latics fan as well at this moment in time. And uh, for me, Max Power has been my player of the season. There's one that I left to give him so that nobody's mentioned. Yannick Wiltshire, who added an extra dimension when we needed it and gave us a belief that we could push on and climb up the table. Yeah. You know, not just with his contribution on the pitch, but I think he lifted everybody around him because you knew you had such a, a devastating attacking force that could just change games like that. I think the first time I, ever, I don't know if you'd all agree with me, but the first time I saw him, we went, wow. Yeah, I, I had a tip off from a lad at work who's a, a Middlesbrough supporter, and he, <coughs> he said, I don't know, he said, watch this guy, he said, he's absolute lightning and he can win games on his own. And he weren't wrong. No. No. Another one as well, Chris McCann. I know. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Versus Thirty. He's been everywhere, hasn't he? Like, yeah. You even a song that was sung against FN. He's here, he's there, yeah. he's every FN word. It's true. He's, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's, 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 I, I mean, we're in, we're in danger here that we're, we're all sort of. We're, we're, there must be somebody we forgot. Like I said, I mean, Chris McCann adopted a new position, made it better than a left back because he would carry the ball out. And then when you suddenly put him back into his more natural position, I think people around him are like, what's he doing here? He's, hang on, he's been playing left back all the time. And by that time, he's scored too late. So I think if you get them, if Warnock had had a full season, you know yeah. how good yeah. he's been. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I, you can go for the whole team. There's not been one. No. Well, there has been one, but I won't mention him. There's too many, there's too many. And so, like, for instance, for me, with my selections, I went for people who'd been there most of the season. Yeah. Because we've had, we've had people who have been absolute phenomenal, but not carried out a full, you know, yeah. full complement in the season. So, I think the rewarded player of the season is from the, the number of games they've played as well. Because I think we've got to go back to what Gareth said right at the start is players of the season is the team. Definitely, yeah. everybody yeah. associated with that club, yeah. you know, they, they're up for that award. But like for me, Griggs, he's going to get the uh, top goalscorer award, so he'll get he'll, he'll put his plaudits and his rewards elsewhere for me. Where for me now, I think you've got to look at who's who's made the most impact on the pitch for Wigan this season. And for me, that's why I'm saying it's Mr. Perkins. So uh, I mean, we're all agreed that everybody that we've spoken about. Have had fantastic seasons. Yeah. There's no disputing that, yeah. and it's just little, little with each of us. It's our own little preferences that are deciding which one should get it. So, uh, but we split. We split. Greg's got two votes. Power's got two votes. Perkins uh, has got a vote as well. Um, well, I, 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 I went with. I'd go with Perkins if you, if you. So Perkins has got two, two votes. Yeah. yeah. But Perkins got three then. No, he's only got two. Mixed vote. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Uh, oh no, well, I voted parachute payments, you but did, technically yeah. that can't go on. Can no, it, no, so. no, no. So, so you were the one was Greg, wasn't it? No, Greg oh. was Greg. <laughs> it's good to see Luke Burke won the Michael Millet Award at the club. Oh, well done, sir. Yeah, yeah Luke Burke. Mm. Yeah, excellent stuff, excellent. Right. Yeah, so, so... So, anyway, going back to the player of the season award that James McLean got, 
Compare that with a slot. Yeah, it's just... So and he only, he, he only got it because he ran away. Just to put... He got it from running around. I wouldn't even put him in this team. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> just to put things in perspective, we've all been talking here and we're all agreed that they're all fabulous players, everybody who's got to mention. But Will Grigg, who was my for the goals, just to put things in perspective, Will Grigg scored 24 league goals and that mob last year managed 39 between them. Plays like Flores, I know he's been out injured and he had a you know, rocky start, but... Yeah, let's give it, give it him, give it him. Young player of the year then, he can have that one. He contributed. Well, young player of the year. The only, the only one... I'd give much power young player of the year. Definitely. The only one I'm not happy about is... I googled how many appearances do you need to be part of the winning team because I was looking at Colclough, who has been promoted and relegated from the same division yeah. during the same season. And it was, they changed it to five. You only need to play five games to be considered worthy for a medal. Jody Ruler? No, Grant. Grant Salt? Flipping Holt, yes. Hey, Mick will be happy. Grant Salt's just been released by Rochdale, by yeah. the way. Isn't so it? Yeah. yeah. Why? Because he's... Can't yeah. be bothered anymore. Yeah, can't be bothered. He's, he's got to do his uh, coaching badges as well, so... He, yeah, he's, he's, he's finished as a player, hasn't he? Yeah. He's, he's finished as a player. He's finished as a manager of uh, McDonald's. <laughs> 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 That's very cutting. You're very cutting there, Adam. <laughs> so, um, at, the end of, at the end of this, what we've come to is that the progress of the Unity um, Player of the Season for Wigan Athletic 2016 is David Perkins right. yeah. and that fits in with the Vital Wigan uh, player of the season is David Perkins again so he's been voted there and I've no doubt that David Perkins will be voted the Wigan Athletic player of the season as well as he's been voted the away player of the year by the supporters club right, this is a bit of a clean sweep really yeah. it? So, but you can't say it's not deserved can you it's gone to the bloke who runs around the most again. Pulled his hamstring when he had a shot. That was a massive difference. Yeah, Rochdale. Yeah, pulled his hamstring when he had a shot. Can't believe it's not scored. Yeah, tell you what, we need we need to just say to him at this point, well done, player of the season. But have a shot on Saturday. Yeah, get have a shot. Get him on Sunday. Get him on Sunday. Get him on Sunday. Get him on Sunday. Yeah, come on, please score on. Yeah, I tell you what, he'll get the biggest goal burst in the season if we score. I'd say give him a perfect spot. I think Brig will be like, nope, yeah. getting this golden boot. <laughs> right, yeah. let's move on then. Um, as usual, this past few weeks we've been announcing uh, new players for the Joseph's Goal Latix Legends team that are going to be playing against the Dust Masters on the 13th of the 5th, <coughs> which is next. Thursday, yeah. Yeah, so week on Thursday. Um, tickets are still available for this game. You can get them from the uh, DW ticket office, or you can get them on Sunday down at the ground as well. Um, so they'll be on, on sale. There's there. something as well. On the night before, there is the um, Q and A with uh, Paul Sharner and Ari Zuzua, and there is a quiz. I'm doing a quiz for the night. And I'm doing a quiz uh, on the night. Uh, so anyway, we've got another name to announce tonight. It's a big name. Oh, Rembrandt. So 
lining up alongside of Von Goff, Neil Roberts, Alan Marne, John Filan, Nathan Duke Ellington, Kevin Sharp, Stuart Barlow, Bobby Martinez, Graham Jones, Paul Scherner, Emil Eske, who's Leicester, Leicester has just won the league by because a big Leicester fan, Emil, so yeah. well done to that. I don't know. Uh, Chris Kirkland is going to be playing centre back. We have Dave a, true, a true Latics legend. Dave Alder. A no. real Latics legend. Solomon Alembe. Dave One of Alder. our only, uh, I think he's possibly is the only United player that we've ever had playing with us. Another what? Player knight who's been knighted. Oh right, okay. Yeah, so yeah. he's the only player who's been knighted. Billy Tesco. He is the one, and the, the only, Lassix number seven, Sir Andrew Little. <laughs> so Liz will be taking his place in the Lassix Legends team. So uh, a massive favourite amongst the amongst the fans and. Uh, from from the 2003 side that won promotion as well he was a uh, a stalwart of that team weren't he and bagged quite a few goals that season uh, like I said the tickets are on sale uh, down at the DW Stadium on Sunday when we play Barnsley that's where Andy Little's from yeah and Andy Little is a Barnsley lad and we signed him from Barnsley 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 yes. we move on, on to Barnsley now um, the home of Guy Bradley there is a lot riding on this game for Barnsley um, before I, t- I talk about that, let me just say that uh, Barnsley, the referee for the game is Tony Arrington. He's only been in the uh, league setup for two seasons. He's done 29 games this year, uh, 70 hours, two reds. He's from Cleveland and he's ref just three times all at the DW. Uh, MK Dons in the FA Cup, Uddersfield, we beat them 2 1, and Brentford when we drew nil apiece. We've met Brentford, uh, sorry, we've met Barnsley. 11 times with 6 wins they're 3 and with 2 draws we've already played on twice this year 2-2 in the JPT which they beat us on penalties and then we went up there 2 weeks later uh, and did them 2-0 at Oakwell now another uh, big announcement about the day there's no pay on the day uh, it's, t- it's match ticket only and you have to get your tickets prior to the day top scorer is Sam Winall with 20 goals so they've got a striker in form as well uh, Barnsley they bring in an absolute massive following they sold out all their end it's all sold out there's free tickets on I like Barnsley I like Barnsley Town I like Barnsley People and I like Barnsley Football Club so, I like Barnsley yeah, well, and I do, I do. so I'm a bit um, I'm a bit biased with this Barnsley at the moment is sitting in the last playoff place is that right Gareth? Yeah. yeah they're uh, in 6th place with 71 points Scunthorpe have also got 71 points and Gillingham have got 69 so there's two clubs breathing down the neck so it's imperative that they get a victory if uh, Barnsley draw and Gillingham win and Scunthorpe lose I think because Gillingham have more goal a better goal difference than Barnsley Gillingham will get the last place so they, they need to win really they really do need to win so a little bit Tony because I've loved Barnsley to come up with us because I love going to Barnsley <coughs> but I don't want us to lose can we take a did you not uh, see that table this week where was, we're going to have not to ask. not ask yeah not but ask. I'm looking ahead to next season and I'm thinking you know can we just have a car but the old suitcase permit <laughs> <laughs> Eh, no, we can't do that with yeah, that. They can, they can. Huh? They go, Hello, David Sharp. There's a £100,000 for you. Because they got Where's some money, haven't they? Because they just won the uh, paint, yeah, paint there you go. trophy. Yeah, they won a tin of paint. Yeah they, got, yeah, they did actually. They won a pallet of paint to paint the stamps. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> the price. 
<laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a quandary for me, so uh, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to just pass over to Gareth and see how you think Sunday's going to go, Gareth. There's a thousand and three tins of Johnson's emulsion on sale in Barnsley Market. There's only four, <laughs> four and a half thousand fans with them. <coughs> yeah. Uh, they're in the, like I said, they're in the last playoff place. I'd love them to stay there. The four have drawn three of the last six games, won two and lost just one. So when we went to play them in December and we beat them 2 0, oh, oh, well, 15th of December, they were bottom of the table. Yeah. What a run they've been on. Terrific, terrific. And they've lost some manager as well in that time. Terrific. Sorry. I'm a Wigan Athletic fan, I'm sorry. Smash up 3 0. <laughs> 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 right, who do you think will score? Will Bridge on fire. Simon. Yeah, well, we're 11 to 8 favourites. The draw 13 to 5, Barnes are 21 to 10. 11 to 8? Mm. So we're not odds on then, are we? No. Yeah. no. Um, and it, I, I do think it's going to be tight. I've, there's a draw up 13 to 2, one piece. 1 0 and 2 1, Wigan a 9 to 1. Barnsley. 2-1 is 21-2 so yeah, it's, it's mm. shortish but I'm going to go for Latics 2-0 at 13-1 um, with Will Grigg getting a brace because he's on fire so you can get Grigg first goal scorer at 5-1 Sam Winall at 6-1 McElhaney 15-2 and Ivan Tony at 8-1 and we are 50-1 to on to win the league this weekend, so. So you can still put a bet, still taking bets on yeah, 50 yeah, yeah. to 1 on? 50 to 1? It's worth it, aren't it? So you'd have to put 50 quid on to get a 1 back. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. We're going to win the league. Buying money, that, Barry. It's that easy, isn't it? Buying money. Yeah, go and put 5 grand on that. How much would you get? 100 quid. Would you? I've got a five grand. It's a risky way to do it, though, isn't it? This is Wigan Athletic. No. We're not going to lose 20 nil, are we? Are we? No. No. We'll be trying to be able to be an inquiry somewhere, won't we? Yeah. Adam? Uh, Bands need to score goals. We don't care. 3-3. I think that's how it's going to go. I think we always seem to score. If we play at home, last game of the season, not to play for. Wolves at home. Villa we scored two games. We don't really <coughs> think it's going to be a draw. I think Bands will, will, will uh, go up and get the playoffs because I think it's come for We'll draw, and I don't think you're going to win. Where's Scunthorpe this weekend? Uh, Scunthorpe at Sheffield United. Yeah. Tough game, is that? that it's a tough game. Jimmy get a draw at home to Millwall. Another yeah. tough game. I think that's... We'll, we'll get a draw, 3-3. Three, three. Bounds will go through the playoffs. Party everywhere. And Millwall playing for anything? No, can't get uh, it. Millwall for, uh, for playoff position. Play, playoff momentum as well. I think yeah. Millwall are going to it. For the win. So, then three games could quite possibly end in draws, couldn't they? Yeah. Uh, that's Paul? I'm liking what Adam's saying about high scoring game. You always get crazy games on the da- on last day season, though. Somewhere. Not not necessarily ours, but somewhere. Um, it depends <coughs> depends how. We're done and dusted. You know, we, 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 could, we don't need to turn up, really. And, and that's quite makes it difficult to predict. You know, I think Barnsley. I, I put Barnsley at four three. 
I think, I think, I, I think there's a danger we'll lose. Um, I'll be honest with you, I'll go 4 3, one way it's other. Right. Seven, seven goal thriller. Da, 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 Rob? Yeah, I think it all depends how you sober our plays, huh? <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> they was on the pot, weren't they, at the weekend? I think they had a couple, they've had a couple of days off. Well, reward, well, well earned days off as well. I don't, I think there might be, you'd think, um, half of them is thinking, is there an element ever going to be on the beach? We've won the league already. Um, but then the other half texts me back to that Johnston parents match at home when they was giving it big in their faces and everything like that, Burnsley. And I don't think we forgot that. <laughs> We've got the likes of Jason Pierce in our team. He's not going to let... They don't like it up under they? No, no. They don't like it up Likes of him and Perkins are not going to let players stroll about the pitches if there's no player for. Never know, he might mix it up a bit. He might put lads in who's not played much recently as well. He'll be hungry for sure what they can do for next season. So all over our champions, I think I think we're going to go out there. I think we're going to win. Uh, and I think Burnsley or Tiort, knowing they're going to need to get something, I think it'll be... Uh, uh, Subdued kind of afternoon. I think everyone's. You can't top last weekend, and everyone will be on a bit of a come down from that. But it'll be a mediocre two 0 win. Right. Nick, I think we can top it actually, because we're going to see some silver one, aren't we? Yeah. So that, you know, that's going to be the icing on the cake. Um, I think it's, it's dead hard to predict this one because we just don't know what lineup he's going to put forward. Because yeah, it's in the bag. We've already won the promotion. Uh, preserve players a lot. I don't know, but if he picks a good strong side, I think it's going to be like um, <coughs> one of them Harlem Globe sort of uh, basketball games exhibition. Yeah, but like they're going to come out fighting because they need the three points, don't they? So like they'll score one, we'll score one. You know, we'll just go. Yeah, we can do this when we want to. We'll turn it on, and, and I think that's the kind of way, game it's going to be. This. Um, I think there's going to be quite a few goals in it, but there's got to be three points for Wiggy to make sure we can pick that silverware up without any any fears. So I'm going to predict a Wigan win by one goal yeah. of several. That's your first chance. Yeah. My fear for Barnsley is that uh, the team we're head and shoulders the best team in this league. We know that. Um, we play when teams come at us. We pick them off and destroy them, as we've seen. That could happen. That because they have to come at us, don't they? Like uh, we've all said that they they need them three points just to make sure that they. they uh, it's a tricky predicament for them. How open do they go against us? I, I think they keep it tight for sixty minutes and then go for it the last thirty because. They're not really going in two, three, no, they ain't at time. No, game over then, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think it comes as well, it's like, typically, you know, the end of the season, you normally have a, a few curveballs put in player-wise, don't you? You know, like the end of last season, we had, was it Robles started? Yeah. At Brentford and places like that. So whether, you know, we do change it, because I know it's, <coughs> we'll, we'll collect the title on Saturday, uh, Sunday, uh, but will they... You know, we'll call the thing around, we'll put a couple of players in, you know, is Flores back fit and give him a run out and, you know, change things up a bit. And do you think he will or do you think he'll stay professional? I am. Well, he can only make six changes at the most, can't he? Put a strong team yeah. in. So. Why? Can he actually can change what he wants, can he? It's a league game. Yeah. It's a, 
Yeah, it's the JBT. Oh, JBT. Yeah. I don't know, you know, you, I think you may make a, there might be a couple of changes just to freshen things up and just show you something different. Yeah, maybe. maybe a few players fighting for contracts. contracts. Yeah. You know, you don't have trains gone this week and, they may, you know, there are people up for new contracts, isn't there? Mm. I've, I've heard they're going to do the, you know, the thing they do with the, um, the trophy where they put it in an helicopter because it's not been decided yet and then they're just going to park the helicopter outside the DW. Just, <laughs> just leave it held back. So it looks like they've, uh, they've made an effort. Right. Right, anyway, so we've got, uh, we've got a, a really good game to look forward to the long way. It's going to be a good, good occasion. We're going to have the, tro- the championship added to us. The last time we had the championship added to us, our opponents were, were Barnsley at the DW. Uh, we won one, one nil, nil that day. Yeah. Tony didn't score, didn't he? So, uh, yeah, that wasn't very effective. <coughs> John Fowler chasing a pigeon around the yeah. pitch. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, just while you mentioned the development squad there and players and robbles <laughs> and what have you, they've had a good win this week. It was close. close Ten, nil. <laughs> Ten nil. Ten uh, nil. Two hat-tricks. Cosgrove and Robbles. Uh, and it wasn't, we didn't play any big guns, it was just, just the young lads, so... They've done well there, haven't they? Yeah, it's oh, yeah. not a bad result, is it? No, I mean, 10 0 yes, anyway. Morkham probably no great shakes, yeah. but. Morkham, second 11. Yeah. yeah. Still, still a, great, a great victory. Yeah. Um, next week, you'll be the last one of this uh, season. Uh, it's been a, an absolute fantastic season, hasn't it? I yeah. enjoyed it. The podcasts have been good. Thanks to everybody for listening. Our numbers have been increasing every week as the team's been getting better. So thanks to Gary for that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not just talking to ourselves, but uh, I mean we'll, we'll mention that proper next week. But uh, yeah, it's been uh, <coughs> it's been good, and we're campeones, aren't we? We are the yeah. champions. Do you, know, do you know we're up to 170 summer episodes of this now? Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. Madness. Yeah. And we've been on a big journey. We're there, you know, we've been on a big journey with the club and it's been much enjoyable. I met one of our listeners from America on Saturday as well, Will Jones, so a big shout out to Will and his mum, who's come over from Arizona. He's a couldn't miss him, could you? Six foot five he is. Nice lad. Very, Very nice lad. Yeah, so we met him and he was up for the Blackpool game and he's gonna be at the DW Stadium uh for, on Sunday for the Bowser game. So uh, uh, yeah, nice meeting you Will. Yeah, I well, also well, bumped well, into well, a couple well. of listeners. Did you? Yeah, yeah we bumped into a few in. I was having our breakfast, yeah, didn't we? I was, I was outed four times, me, on Saturday. Yeah. Would you? So, uh, yeah. hello to, to you. Yeah. People. Yeah, lots of people. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's funny, really, the number of people who said, well, I recognised your voice. I thought, give up. <laughs> I thought somebody would actually be pointed out. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, champions. What else it, is this to say? It's been a good steady ride hasn't it yeah it's not it's not been cruising all the way it's had its ups and downs <coughs> a little bump but we've been pretty much on track from pre-season like day one yeah pre-season yeah it's been they, they've known anytime we've spoken to jonathan jackson or any of the guys behind the scene they have known exactly where this club's going this season mm. promotion not not Playoffs, but automatic. Sell of a turnaround, isn't it? From yeah. where they were, they could see it. Yeah. They, they know what's going on. They know the feeling in the club. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, the, the biggest asset we've had has been that intangible team spirit. Because mm. 
the reason we went down last season was because it just got worse. The it was toxic. It just got worse and worse, yeah. yeah. Out, out, out Gary Caldwell's, and I don't know he's gone to some secret shop where you buy it in a bottle and dish it out in training. How, where's it come from? How's, how's he done it? You know, what he said, I mean, I, I was one, not the critic, not, I wasn't critical, which is that, but disappointment about Boyce being allowed to leave. Which, what he said is, he wanted a clean slate. He wanted a clean slate to bring, I mean, I know we've kept Barrett and, and McCann, but we've no choice because they were both still under contract. Um, but he wanted a clean slate and he wanted to get rid of the old guard to start things off afresh. And you can't argue with that. Well, you, you look at Barnett and McCann, they've both played the part, haven't they? You know, McCann more so than Barnett, but they, you can't argue they both played the part. No, well, McCann's played so well that they negotiated a new contract with him. So, mm. uh, Fingers crossed as well, because he's been brilliant. Yeah. He's waiting for us to get promoted, I think. I think that was his. Well, he said he didn't mind which division we, play, we were in, it was about that. It was about the, about the cash event. That's right. Well, I. You know, I, the, there are times when if somebody offers you a pay rise, you take it. But the money they're on, they must be doing well anyway. Yeah. There must be something to be said, especially the ones that have been in a toxic environment. I don't care how much you get it paid. If you hate turning up to work day in, day out, it's not a nice place to be. Whereas if you can get paid a little bit less and really enjoy it, why wouldn't you? Watching Chris McCann on Saturday when he scored that goal and ran to the stands and then ran along the side, he was loving that. Yeah. He was absolutely loving that. And we were too. Yeah. You know? yeah. and, and, and you see scenes like that and celebrations like that, give the man a contract. He deserves it. Mm. Mm. But I'd, We've got an extra Matt. ten million pounds if we have next. Oh we have, yeah, yeah, because Burnley. Burnley. Burnley yeah. Yeah. No, not because of that. It's just that same much. Oh, because the deal got renegotiated. Yeah, to championship, the TV yeah. money is more. Get an extra two and a half million, don't we as well? Yeah. And Jonathan Jackson said last week that we got fifteen million parachute payments. That's twenty-five million. And Burnley's money's going to be. Uh, well, going straight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, to be fair to them, Premier League champions. Premier League champions in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've, they've spent. You know, everybody's talking about. Oh, you've got parachute payments. That makes us relatively wealthy compared to other League One clubs. We've bought players this season that are decent Championship quality, with a potential to go even further. And we've not paid the earth for them. We need to carry on <coughs> doing that mm. because that takes us forward. If you suddenly think, oh, I've got a fat pocket, here you go, Grantall, have a fancy contract. Here you go, Marco Fortune, have a fancy contract. Let's pay a fortune to get Adam Forshaw. As soon as that money starts burning all in your pocket, you're in trouble. Yeah. Do what you've done this season, mm. stick with it. It's been absolutely perfect. Yeah. Considering Caldwell didn't have a clue what he was doing and Sharp didn't have a clue what he was doing when they took over, neither of them have put a single foot wrong. So we're saying that, do you think credit goes to Jonathan Jackson? Yeah. Quite a lot. Of credit goes to all the lot Every, of them. Everyone. Behind all yeah. the bloody lot of them. Mm. You know, credit, credit Whelan for sticking Sharp in. Mm. He, you know, he, he, he believed in him, didn't he? Mm. No, he, he needed that change as well, didn't he? I, I they timed the change perfectly. Yeah, it did. They timed the change perfectly. If we if we'd have become stable under Whelan, and then he retires and puts Sharp in, 
you upset that stability. Yeah. You, but you, the did, the you did it at a point where you were unstable yeah. anyway. The, st yeah, the stability yeah. factor though has come through Jonathan Jackson because obviously he's, he's been there and, and managed the club because he, obviously it's not just the football inside, he has to look at everything, doesn't he, from the Premiership days. Mm. So he knows what it's like. Uh, I disagree with you when, when you said like Caldwell didn't know what he was doing. No, like, I, I'm, it, he had no experience it was, of it. Yeah, absolutely, Mickey. It was, I it think was a rather strong choice of phrasing. As I was saying it, I thought... Because yeah, I think he knew exactly what he wanted to do yeah. and where he was going to go. And that's why he upset a couple of us at the beginning of the season by, by not renewing Boyce's contract, etc. Mm. Mm. We commented on his... What's he bloody doing? He doesn't know his team and all the rest of it. He needs to string together a couple of games with the same lineup. For me, I think he knew right from the start, and it was we were the ones who had to wisen up to him. Yes, mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think it's, it. I we're on the outside looking in. He's yeah. in there with them. They know the characters and the strategy of the, yeah. the winning well, and all the, the rest of the it. The perception from from us as outsiders was that you know you've got a player there who's never managed a team in his life. You've got a uh, a young lad there who's been handed the reins that's never done it, you know, everybody bangs on about the chip here. Neither of them have put a foot wrong. Yeah, yeah. absolutely cannot. And where's the biggest mistake they've made? What's the biggest mistake they've we, made? We tried to sign Yannick one. in the summer as well, that's another thing. Yeah. On a permanent, not on loan, but after their own. But these are conversations for next week, these, what we're having now. Yeah. So, what I'd like to do is, is just to sign off, but before we do sign off, we've got. A, a massive celebration aren't we? a massive celebration in that uh, for picking up this, this big trophy and we're going to be champions but also we've got another massive celebration coming very soon Adam is going to be turning the magic 1-8 aren't you? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, he's going to be a man how does it feel? feels good yeah. so you'll be able to go and have a drink? I will legally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when is it past your house I believe your mum's invited us anyway she oh, said we could all come down yeah, yeah, she's going to make some volleyballs and then uh, little, so is that a vodka little rings of, of crisp you know where they put <coughs> in a half moon crescent a crescent of crisp yeah that's the word I'm looking for crispy crescent yeah Pringle <laughs> so uh, we'll all be there Monday Adam it yeah. is Monday isn't it it is yeah Monday the night the 9th of May Oh. 18. Not bad winning the league title the day before, is it? No. Yeah. no. Happy birthday, Adam. Yeah. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday for Monday night. Especially, especially the day after we got promoted to the Premier League as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. What a wow. Best yeah. impression that was. It's also if they were got tonked 8 0 by Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be <laughs> <really bad. laughs> ah, 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 ah. Sorry, so on that donor. Yeah. <laughs> so on that donor, it's a campione from me. Hey, uh, uh, yeah, 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 ye